Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. You're listening to Talks Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Talks Machina airs on Critical Role's Twitch channel every other Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Episodes are available on Critical Role's YouTube channel the following Thursday and right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network one week later. If you enjoy this episode, please consider supporting by rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, let's dive in to this episode of Talks Machina. Are we on the internet? That depends. Is your internet fixed? Um, I think so. The guy came by, we showed him the problem, I followed all of Taliesin's instructions as far as the sacrifice went and what we were supposed to pray after he, his spirit had passed on to the, and God's willing, it worked. So as long as we don't piss off whoever's up there or whoever's down there, (laughs) we should be just fine tonight. We shouldn't have any more problems. I feel like Taliesin's eldritch beings that he would be suggesting kind of live in the in-between yeah, oh, 100%. Full-blown so, in-betweeners. They I made a whole, of, uh, they made a musical out of them. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed you were talking about Ashley and your dogs. Oh, we're allowed to talk now? I thought we oh, were like... No, that. no, Sam, shh. <laughs> Go ahead, Liam. <laughs> I, I forgot this show even existed until today. <laughs> <laughs> so did we're supposed to wait I, until we're called on. Or yeah, no, it's to, fine. Once it's I was fine. reminded, talk. memories flooded back in of what this show is but i really had blocked it out <laughs> well as we get going it's like a car battery it'll take a little time to warm up the memories will start flooding back to you you'll start mm-hmm. knowing that when i say liam that means it's your turn to answer a question when i say sam it's time for your turn to answer a question you know what yeah. i mean that yeah. sort of a thing sure, sam sure. do you have a mic i do it's way down here it's actually a dick level right now <laughs> so okay is it is this a ventriloquism? Keeping act? you warm? What's yeah? What's going on there? Are we try because I can see your lips moving, so you're not doing a very good job. It's pointed up. It's pointed hmm. towards my mouth. Where's the mic pointed? <laughs> the, the the mic is also pointed up towards my mouth. Tonight, the mighty nine depart from family and reality on this show, return to a dangerous north, and choose their mage ally. All that and more tonight. With Liam O'Brien. Ooh. And Sam Regal. <laughs> video only. Give her the week. God damn it. This episode of Tox Machina is sponsored by our friends at Bethesda and ZeniMax Online Studios. And their 2021 release, The Elder Scrolls Online, Blackwood, ESO, 
is the largest Elder Scrolls adventure with over 18 million players and infinite ways to play. It's the best way to discover the massive world of Tim Riel. If you're not familiar with how Elder Scrolls Online releases their content, they have a year-long adventure that is flighted out like, like a beer, a flight, you know, or, or wine. It's flighted out in sections including multiple DLCs and a main chapter. Now, the main chapter, Blackwood, is releasing on June 1st for PC slash Mac and Stadia. Sam, Stadia is the stuff you put in your coffee. Sure. Yeah. And June 8th for Xbox One and PS4. You have the PS4? I do have a PS4. Do you? I do. And uncovers the schemes of the Daedric Prince Marunes, Dagon, 800 years before, not in any relation to the Dagon in Campaign 2 of Critical Role, 800 years before the events of Elder Scrolls IV in the Gates of Oblivion. The first DLC, Flames of Ambition, mm. flame, also the name of my autobiography, <laughs> actually came out earlier this month. <laughs> and if you are interested to learn more, you should definitely check out their Blackwood Chapter preview event, which is happening on March 31st, because it's a leap year, where they will focus on the chapter release content that's coming out in June, which is like a month later. Premiere some of the exclusive gameplay content and much more. Oh, we're almost done. We're almost done. You can check all this out at twitch.tv. <laughs> Slash oh, no. Bethesda and find all about ESO at Elder Scrolls Online slash Bring that airplane down the runway. Bye. And finally, Wait, no. as part of this sponsored campaign, no get ready for the return of Everything is Content oh. with our very own oh. Laura Bailey and I Liam O'Brien. That's me. They're gonna play Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, Check it this out is tomorrow. still the fucking ad, Jesus. Check it out tomorrow. Something else. That's Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on Twitch. That's gonna be our Twitch. Or you can catch the VOD this Friday on our YouTube channel. That is all the time we have for tonight. I would like to thank Credit Scroll. Credit Scroll. Credit Scroll. Credit Scroll. Wow. Wow. That's why someone would sponsor the show, Sam. That's why. It was sincere. It was heartfelt. You brought energy to the whole read. Uh, And those scrolls are not short. They're elder, so it takes a while to get through them. But they're also reusable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, after that, Bethesda might have you do the opening narration for that game. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of uh, hoping that I can replace that nobody Brian Bloom as uh, BJ in the Wolfenstein franchise because I think it's time Wolfenstein got away from this kind of voice and got more into this range, you know, sure. which is right. a lot more friendly. Mm-hmm. Drive. Then I can woo away. the bad guys in. <laughs> What'd you say, Liam? I forgot. <laughs> Sam, our first question tonight's for Liam. Great. Wait, Liam. Look, yeah. wait. I have been so impressed by all of your yes. Stephen King Dark Tower shirts that I have come prepared. Yes. I got a little, oh, it's, no, it's this side. A little yep. bit of eye action here. A little here. bit of Crimson Kingy. Yep. My, nipple, my nipples are under there too, but you can't see it, so we can still I be can, on Twitch. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm I'm rocking the retro, you know, you'll float too. Yep. So good. Sam, your favorite Stephen King book. Uh, I enjoy uh I my favorite? Oh boy. They're all that so was good. That's the question. Uh, I most recently read what is it? 11 11 20 2263? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah. yeah, I like that one a lot. I also um I like the short story thinner. I like uh We found I, something he actually knows about. I just started Saint. listening to The Stand on audiobook. Ooh, okay. It's a good audiobook. It's 38 hours long. It is. It's a long book. Uh-huh. It is a long book. Who's narrating the version you're listening to? Oh boy, I don't know. There's uh, a cast. No, no, it's a person. It's a famous person, I feel like. Okay. Gilbert Gottfried? Oh. Let me let me I'll Google it while you you do some of this. Granny! Baby! Can you dig your man? <laughs> oh no, it's not a famous person. It says Grover Gardner. Okay. Good good old Grover. How do you I know like not I famous? like Stephen King. He's a yeah. good Arthur. <laughs> He's a good Arthur. Okay. Oh God. Well, Sam, thank you for zooming in tonight before you have to host GameStop after dark. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, you look like you're in. Where how are is, you? How is your Minecraft channel doing? Yeah. How is the streams? <laughs> how 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 are the streams? I'm a YouTuber, guys. Yeah, it's, I mean, with yeah. Hip haircut. It's crazy that Crummy Killmeister wasn't already taken. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard a band called Motorhead? Uh, I have. Yeah, I've heard of them. It's cool. I didn't know they let white trash beavers listen to music. Liam, <laughs> uh, let's talk about Critical Role, shall we? Oh, okay. Before bedtime. Um. Lots been going on with you two since you've been on the show last. We're definitely, we're all feeling like we are rounding third on this campaign here. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's bringing up a lot of very interesting, you know, final character arcs and moments and threads and things that are being tied up and put together. And and like the uh, intro alluded to, uh, you know, a situation like this always ends up with goodbyes and um it's been interesting to watch that lately and to to think back to how different this is from campaign one in that way as we were in the same spot where things are wrapping up um a lot of the things that caleb specifically has feared most have come to pass if you think about it um confronting trent directly being chased all over nicodronis what were these moments like for him and for you to RP? Those those kind of worst fears. Well, it's funny because uh, he had kind of believed for a while that those things weren't going to happen. Like, it was very much on his mind much earlier in the story. He was like, the, the shoe's going to drop. They're going to find me. I was just kind of using you guys at the beginning, kind of, and now I, you know, I'm, I care about you all. You're, you're we're a family, and and he was worried that 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 was going to happen, but just the shoe never dropped. So after a while, he got complacent, going like, "Well, I guess that guy is not paying attention to me, or I'm doing a good enough job staying under the radar." So to have like said, "All right, I can shelve that. I don't have to worry about it," and then have it spill out later, it was pretty wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's happened a couple of times 
and I can't tell if it's just like the way things happen or if it's Matt like sort of doling things out carefully, you know, sort of charting it. I'll probably never know. Um, an- another both. Probably. Another moment like that was like uh, when we knew there was a, a, a traitor in the dynasty. And for the longest time, I, I thought it's Essek. It's Essek. This guy is playing us. Uh, he's super cool. He's super intelligent. He's he's spending a lot of time with us. This guy's got to be... And, and just nothing ever happened. And he just seemed to become you know, like a, a friend of ours. And I, and I got to the point where I'm like, well, I was wrong. He's, he's fine. He's cool. He's our friend. And literally like two days later or seven seconds later, Matt, well, it's because of uh, the Mighty Nine's antics, but we found out that, that it was him the whole time. So just when, when I got like complacent about it and going like, this guy's cool, whoop, rug, rug yank. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's what the that same kind of thing with with being on the run and and having them invade Jester's house. Basically, mm. I was like, no, no, I didn't want this, and then it wasn't yeah. going to be. And here we are. Yeah. Now we're on the lamb. <clears throat> on the lamb. Uh, when Caleb told Trent off, saying things were bigger than him, how, how did that act of defiance feel? I don't know if he believes it fully yet. He's trying mm. to. Um, that the dinner that they had really fucked with his head, with yeah. Caleb's head. I, th- I think Trent successfully made him question if if Caleb really was in control. Like the, the dude is so hyper intelligent and flat out evil. You know, aren't that many people that you would point to and say flat out evil? And he is. And so. We, to to uh, try to push away, like I, I I feel like anything that I do is it part of his plans for me, or is that just gaslighting? And is he's just trying to get under Caleb's skin? So I don't know. In the creation of that character in my story, and then Matt building it out as being this all powerful character in in the overall storyline, I I'm legitimately scared of that dude. Mm. Um, yeah. you know, Matt? any uh. Sure. I mean, but you know, any NPC or monster or ancient dragon is is a is an enemy that you can potentially fight in a D and D sense and beat. And I'm sure that we could get into a battle and 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 may very well kill that guy in with game stats and numbers and dice rolls and all that. But the the feeling and the story that exists in my head for him is that that guy is that guy is going to fuck me over mm. real bad, no matter what I try to do. So. I think Caleb is doing the best he can under the circumstances, but he's he's not confident. Not not in that arena. Yeah. No, I understand. Um, not as confident as someone would have to be to uh, look in the mirror every morning and think they look like the Dilf of Wall Street. <laughs> Sam. Um, probably going to be one of the most memorable moments for the campaign regarding your character is the temporary death of Veth's son, which you had to, you know, your character had to endure. Can you tell us a bit about what that moment was like for you to RP? That was brutal, man. Yeah. Matt Mercer is a, he hates children. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Clearly he he actively sought to kill a child in the campaign in his Long brutal game. 
away as possible. This was his intention from the beginning of the Everyone campaign. Everyone thinks he's this super nice guy, and we've all been no. trying to tell you, just wait till the card turns over. Well, this is yeah. the card. Yeah. He hates children and wants them dead. Canon. Um, but, no, as an, uh, to RP, that was horrible. I mean, everything that, uh, that Veth has done, all the decisions she's made pretty much through the whole campaign is just getting back to Luke mm. uh, and Yeza and... Um, and there's no easy, you know, the way Matt sets these games up, there's no easy decision. There's never an easy decision. You know, you're between a rock and a, and a rock. And and we had to choose something and we thought we were making the right choice. And uh, it went bad and then it went worse and it was all Veth's fault. And it was, it was, pretty, it was pretty rotten. Uh, my heart was beating really fast and I certainly didn't want to, uh, to have my son die live on on the stream yeah um but also like i don't know what veth would have done you know that's that's like that's the end that's that's it it's over so it's it's almost worse than um when your own character would die because at least then you can be like oh i'll roll a new character but but this was like something that would also kill Veth. you know well nobody cares about your character but they care about luke yeah that's also true so that would have been (laughs) now how did you feel after the episode was over uh, just shaking, you know. Uh, when you went home and you sat in your Epsom salt bath, sure. surrounded by the vitamin C infused. Uh... Sure, I did a quick blood transfusion just to, <laughs> uh, on one of my blood bags, and um, you know, uh, no, I, I, I was, it was, I was shaking, and and also I didn't know what to do next. I, I didn't know. Uh, and that's, that felt like a, a turning point moment for uh, for my character, and also like weirdly so close to what we assume to be the end arc of this campaign. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I uh, I texted Matt later that night. I was like, "That's it. That's out. <laughs> I'm t- I'm tapping out. Really? Yeah. Really? Ne- next, Make it all feel it. Yeah. Next game, just plan on me not being there. Essentially, I understand." That's tough, man. That's tough. Um, Liam. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about the mysterious Astrid. After keeping her at a distance for a while, Caleb reached out to Astrid for her help in procuring the amulets. Um, did her assistant surprise him? Yeah, everything she's she doing. She has an assistant? I didn't know that. Assistants. Assistants are the best, by the way. Cool. Sam, uh, could you go down to the lower room uh, where you are? Could oh, you sure, go downstairs sure, sure. right now and get me, me some blood bags? Yeah, go work on the, your audition for Rockabilly Guitar Hero. Coming up via elevator. <laughs> uh, Brian, I want you to keep raking him for his facial hair, but I, I got I to gotta be honest. I really like it. I kind of like it. It's better than just the stash. Just we the stash was... Yeah, we not had issues good. With that. This is great, and we all like it. Uh, yes, so I think that could stay like for a while. I know, and I the know way that go- it came about was so. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now, though. I can stand. I can dance. I can do whatever. Okay. Okay. This is so stupid. Why are you? Why don't you just bring in your Peloton and do the show on that? <laughs> oh, that's you a just great idea. The, you could have just that, set the webcam on the, yeah, the webcam the, on the screen. Next episode, sure. if you ever have me back, I'm doing no, it on the Peloton. No, a hundred percent. You got Danny do, shaking. No, <laughs> I'm gonna do the entire episode. No, that's a series wrap. <laughs> while biking, I swear to God, 
Why did have I say me it? on next time? Why did I say it? Because uh, he's going to do it, Dan. No, we should have done I'll, it. And I'll I will not my... be inviting Sam back onto this show. I'll, be, I'll put on my my padded bike shorts and oh, I'll man. have my little my little tank. What a missed opportunity top. not to ask those hard hitting questions with you on a bike tonight. <laughs> oh God, he's gonna do it. That's what of sucks. Of course, <laughs> Liam. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having trouble. Save us from the thought of the sound of Sam's ball slapping against the Peloton seat while I'm trying to ask him a question with an answer to the one I asked you earlier. Hold on. That was so unnecessary, Brian. What? That was so so unnecessary. What? That's what he does. Why? He's just selling the product, Elder Scrolls Online. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this. I hate it. What's Liam, this, what's as the sound you were. of two vellum scrolls slapping together? <laughs> I don't think we can make that sound on Twitch. Danny is making the best faces tonight. Oh God, <laughs> she knew what she was getting into with the three of us. It's no joke. Liam, Astrid, yes. yeah, um, all of her assistants. <laughs> Did they surprise you? Did they pop around a corner and surprise you? Yeah, they brought out the coffee. coffee I get an Americano with stevia every time. Just the right splash of half and half. Stevia? Yep. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. I literally don't know what she's doing. Mm. I know that she's dangerous. Um, she always was ambitious. And she seems to still be ambitious. And there has not been a moment where... Caleb let his guard down with her. Or it's like, oh, I have a friend. Like a, where it's like it was. He's do, he's not trying to reestablish what they had. He just he he cares for the both of them for Astrid and Eodwolf because of everything they went through together. He thinks about it a lot uh, still, and and he thinks where he can't tell how much she buys into everything that she experienced and is now living. You know, as a full grown adult. He suspects that she's 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 bought in and is not going to change things. That she's she's believes in the system as much as he'd love to peel her away. Doesn't think he can at the moment. Um, but so, but as different as their stances are, he he does believe that they want what's best for the empire, even mm-hmm. if what he thinks is right for the empire is different than what they think is right for the empire. And stopping whatever wants to come vomiting out of uh, a hole in the frozen north is good for the Empire. It's good for the dynasty. It's good for everyone. So it's worth... And they're powerful. They're not trustworthy, um, obviously. Trent, obviously. And they are too hard to read and too close to him, even if there is, you know, residual caring amongst the three of them. Um, But there's enough at stake that it's worth the risk to try to to make use of the of their history and their friendship and try to to do some good with it even if ultimately i mean he could he can very much imagine a situation where 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 they would fight each other to the death and yeah. he's he's hoping that that's not part of the cards yeah jesus how did he feel about her letting him and the nine leave tide peak tower safely i thought matt was going to slap us down yeah, I, I felt like Matt was just chasing that that juicy, juicy RP, you know, and we we noped out of the basement 
with that natural 2020 counter spell. Mm -hmm. And I thought he was just going to say, like, you know, I'm coming at the end of an, a, a game later and we're going to do it here. Uh, and you can't go. So I was really shocked. Legitimately shocked when when uh, Astrid dropped it and let us go. Yeah. <clears throat> Same. Not me. Not you? I've trusted Astrid since day one. She's the greatest. I sent a letter to her. She seems very nice. I think you guys would be a nice couple. She's got a cool name. She does. Yeah. yeah. I believe every mm. word she says. Wise up, mm -hmm. everyone else. Yeah. They're they're super dangerous, but I have a hard time not wanting to spend time with them because I've spent so much time thinking about them. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's how it is with some of these NPCs, which is crazy. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you get to be, you know, this many years into a game. Sam, uh, Veth had to make one of the hardest choices and, and face sort of one of the hardest dilemmas that a mother has to face, which is leave your child and go save the world, right? Mm -hmm. um, we saw her wrestling with that choice, but what was that dilemma like for you and how is she feeling with the choice she made? Are you talking about pre-Luke's death or or a, a post? Post. Post. Well, you know, like I said, I, I was ready to, to be done. Um... And, uh, and then I decided, uh, somewhere in there that, uh, that, you know, that's not very D and D. Um, well, I mean, that's not very least, D and D of me. That's not very D and D of me. So I thought I'd leave it up to somebody else. So I asked Caduceus to decide for me, essentially. Um, did that make it easier? That decided it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, uh, I just said, uh, I'll, you know, Matt always leaves this stuff up to, chance or whatever so i i was just like i'll just ask uh caduceus saved luke's life caduceus knows a lot is a very therapeutic guy and um uh and we were about to go to his home and stuff and so i just sort of as a player was like i'll just i'll just put this to talison and he can <laughs> he can decide yeah um and he and he was like yeah i need you and so that was it that that made the decision um but, um, but That's yeah, for as a character, Veth is eternally wrestling with this and knows that there's no correct answer. Um, she desperately wants to be home. She knows that she every time she leaves, it's it's a mistake, hmm. and that she's putting her family in danger. Um, but she also knows that she's putting her other family in danger if she doesn't go. Um, and she's risking the lives of the Mighty Nine and possibly the world. And that's important, too. It's an impossible choice, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's... Hey, I... 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 Yeah. I don't want to... I don't want to spoil it, but WandaVision dealt with a lot of this, too. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like, point. it's it's tough mm. to decide between your, your family and the lives of innocent people. Um... And I didn't really intend to paint myself into that corner when I invented this character, or rather when Liam invented this character. <laughs> but that's what happened, and I got to deal with it. And it's real, it's real tough to be in a constant dilemma. Yeah. So I'm looking forward yeah. to being, it being over either in my death, the, death uh, the destruction of the world, or a potential victory. I'd take it any, <laughs> anyone. Any one of those things would end my pain. 
all great doors to walk through yeah. for peace. <laughs> yeah, I, I love watching you grapple with it because you're a lovely father and very mm -hmm. loving your kids. I love all the parent stuff in this campaign. Everything with the gentleman and the ruby of the sea uh, and Caduceus's big family and siblings and Caleb's absent family and like family is not just the found family of the D and D party, which is something we all know, but like everybody's families that they brought with them. It, it's great. Yeah. And, and complicated. Very complicated. And different from the first campaign, too, which is cool. Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, about how much... Fam there was family a little bit in um, in the first campaign with, like, Pike's grandfather and um, Percy's sister and stuff like that. But outside of that, really... And, like, everybody had, like, one... Everybody had, like, one or two. Mm -hmm. But they were very ancillary, Whereas with this one, the family stuff is really just tied in with everybody, and it's fascinating how it's evolved. Yeah, yeah and it's also, like, it, it's, it's like, real, too. Like, it's not... The family stuff in this campaign feels like it's, it's rooted in stuff that really goes on in real-life families and stuff. Like, for, for me, um, you know, my wife is a super talented cinematographer and stuff, but most of her shoots are out of town. And so she has to pull a veth constantly. She, like, she's yeah. always leaving. You leaving are Yeza. Us. I'm Yeza. She's always leaving to go on a shoot for two months or, you know, or three months. And she hates. She hates leaving and, and she hates leaving the kids and stuff. But it's also what she loves to do. And mm -hmm. and it's her it's her path and it makes her happy. And the kids, you know, love her when she's happy, too. So, you know, they... They want her to, to be living her dreams and, and she's a better mom because she can live them. So it's it's nice to be able to sort of explore what my own wife is feeling uh, in, yeah, this, exactly. in this game. Yeah, when Ash was in New York, I told people it's obvious she's, you know, like Quien, way happier when she's not with us, you know? And, <laughs> yeah, it's mostly wife. you. It's, it's mostly you. Quian is like, as long as I'm not in the same town as Brian Foster, I'll be okay. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Okay, now we're getting down to the bottom of it. Yeah. Oh, it's probably why the two of them hang out all the time. They Foster. love each other. Jesus Christ. It's her last yeah. bit of Just resistance to critical role. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Um, both of you, the the Vergessen Sanatorium, am I saying that right, Danny? Felgesen. I think so, yeah, it sounds right. Felgesen. Felgesen. I'm not German. Well, actually, I am German. I forgot I about that. Say, German I'm not German. I was like, oh, I was like, oh no, there's actually a huge, huge part of my uh, of, of my genealogy that's German. Never mind. Uh, the sanatorium was a pretty intense experience with all the murder and so on and so forth. Um, how are you two feeling about how that encounter went? I mean... We did our thing, but Marisha had to go crazy. Oh, yes. She was <laughs> the go. source of all the doom and gloom of that whole episode. Yeah, she we just brought a, bad, brought a bad energy bad to the whole escapade. So. Thanks, Marisha. All right. Um, I know Keyleth is not good. in this campaign, but thanks, Keyleth. Thanks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, that was brutal, man. I, uh, yeah. I, you know, it's kind of like what you were saying before, Liam where Matt sort of lulls you into a sense of complacence. We had forgotten that uh, Caleb is a stone-cold killer. It had been a while before, uh, been a while. Si since he had gone on a, on a murder spree. And, right. uh, and wow, it was, you still got it. <laughs> <laughs> you still got the killer. He ain't mm -hmm. rusty. <laughs> 
No, I, I never meant for this character to be um, perfect sunshine. I mean, he's still like he's come along. You way, don't say. But <laughs> but I mean, he still he still fucking hates himself. I mean, he doesn't. He's yeah. not like I'm cured. I fixed it. I'm good. I'm a hero now. Um, What's going on, Sam? My shirt is ripped. What did you do? Is that an official Critical Role shirt that you just I ripped? I just unwrapped it, like, before the show. It's got a rip in it. Oh, okay. just go downstairs. He's just saying, go downstairs oh my to your walk-in closet. I clearly... Did you, did you flex and you ripped your I shirt? I flexed and ripped it. Oh, guys, this does not happen with our apparel. We'll edit this out because we can't. Our apparel is fine. It's finely made. Don't say it's it fine. Good. It's no, better I... than Fine. <laughs> Look, not Laura every Bailey. shirt can can handle whatever Sam Regal flexes it on. <laughs> Quick, Brian, do a seven minute commercial for our products. Okay. Tonight. You... Oh God, <laughs> I interrupted. Go on, Leo. Go. On. Sam, do you tear your clothes on your Emmy on a regular basis? I walking by. It is. Oh sharp. yeah, the Emmys are sharp, aren't they, yeah. Sam? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's got, it's got a little bit of a, a slice oh, to it right here. Oh God. Oh man, all my shirts have holes in them because of my Emmy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just scratch my back a little. <laughs> oh, yeah. That feels better. Oh God. <laughs> I would love if we got in trouble for showing an Emmy on Twitch. Are we not allowed to? No, we can only show uh, Annie Streamies uh, and and uh, Razzies and, uh, and Razzies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Razzies. Uh, Liam, did you get to yeah. answer that question? No, he didn't. He was saying that Caleb like is not a perfect person, but you were saying Caleb no. He's very not perfect. Not perfect. He's very not perfect, and I think in his brain, boy, it would have been a good idea if we had said, "What are we going to do when we get in there?" But he just, he was going in with the impression that they needed to get in and get out as fast as possible. And that the place is crawling with with people with magic ability. And I didn't have faith that we were going to walk in in like magical disguise and not be sussed out or have something blow an illusion. So he was just trying to be as efficient as possible to get these two friends for, if you include the uh, acid trip girl on the roof out as fast as possible and and that was going to be some some quick death dealing yeah and leaving and he he saw the people in there as as awful as he is and if someone wants to like kill bill if someone wants to come find him at the end of this story and be like you murdered my dad in in trent's basement how about it he'll burn them too how about it yeah that'd be kind of fun for a one-shot Afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. all the people that Caleb has wronged. You yeah. guys play all of them, and then right. Caleb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That'd be Pretty cool. Bad. Sam, uh, going back to what we were kind of talking about earlier, Veth and Yeza had a really beautiful conversation about sharing the weight of their guilt between them. Um, mm. Did that conversation help with her decision, or did it make it harder? Well, first of all, every conversation with Yeza is a beautiful one because Matt has made Yeza into the perfect husband. So supportive, so understanding, so kind, such a good dad, such a good guy. Um, So, but yeah, of course, every every time she talks to Yeza, it makes her feel good. Um, But in some ways, she's she's gotten to the point now where she's like, she knows Yeza's going to be supportive. She knows that He's gonna, um, he's gonna allow her to do, you know, what she wants. But maybe, maybe 
that's too much. Maybe she needs to like um, not listen to him basically and be like, no, you need to be selfish now, dude. You need to, you need to say, come home. I'm sick of you leaving. Um, because, you know, at some point being supportive can turn into enabling, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, and so, uh, she, she, she may need some, some like harsh, some harsh reality and she got it. She got it. She got a, a big dose of it in this last, uh, in these last couple games. So, um, Oof. I think she needed that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Liam, do you have thoughts or are you just reacting? No, it's just, yeah, it's, it's rough. I mean, I think you can go, basically you can go save the world in my opinion. And then afterwards you have to go local (laughs) for that relationship to work. You can't be like, (laughs) all right, we did that. Now I'm going to be a pirate for a year and a half. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You are a homebody. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can open up a detective agency in your neighborhood. I I owe, I owe yes. Several, several years of not leaving the house. Basically. Yes. You will find out who that pesky mailbox thief is, but other than that, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like small crimes and misdemeanors. It's kind of like Quien, when Quien comes home from from a job, um, she'll go shoot a, a show for six weeks or whatever, and then come back, and then like the first day she's back, she's like, "Okay, go off, do, <laughs> do whatever you want to do, like just have a day." Yeah. Go out with your friends. Obviously not now because we're in a pandemic, but like right. go see a movie, go have dinner with Liam O'Brien, go enjoy life. I got it. I got it. So I got to do yeah. that for Yeza. I got to let him have a night off yep. <laughs> pretty soon. What do you think I he's like going to do with it? Go he's to the strip gonna, club? De- definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Alchemy I like convention. that you implied that your wife comes home and immediately tells you to leave. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that is also <laughs> Get <true>. away from me. <laughs> go away. She's Go like, on. I have to, I have to undo all of the stuff you taught the kids while I was away, while you're gone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to find out what you did and undo it. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of doing things, I think we should do. Give of the week. It's it's the give of the week graphical interface format. What does GIF stand for? Graphical. Not telling you. It stands for informational just, file. I just had it right here. Cosplay of the week. Hey, oh, there it is. Hey. Woo, cosplay of the week. Our winner for this week was sent in by Jerbear Cosplay Ooh. at Little Jerbear Forty Seven. <laughs> it's adorable. Photography by Casey at Kari Celeste. Let's take a look at this magnificent. Oh, we get to see. Show it. Sam, you oh, how great is that? That's adorable. Oh, fingerless gloves. I love the gloves. And the, the mischief, the, the bees. Embroidery on the, yes. on the lapels is gorgeous. Jeez. So pretty. Oh man, man! Just, even the even the lining of the coat, like you see the blue and the like the really bl- light blue fabric on the inside of the coat, gorgeous. It's just pure joy. That photo is just pure joy. Mm-hmm. How there's many? Not, there's nothing else to it. How many dicks can you spot? I can spot at least six. Wait, what? In the snow? No, or is that just my mind? I think that's your mind. Okay, but cool. Jester approves. Mm-hmm. Wait. I'm looking for dicks now. Now we're doing another dick-looking face. This is like the old... God damn it. 
the old VHS copy of Little Mermaid? Are we oh, looking God. at the, <laughs> the city behind yeah. her? Yeah, that's a I good heard, reference. I heard a guy got fired over that. Yeah, <laughs> someone says sex. Someone whispers sex. Uh, anyway, uh, congrats to you, Little Jer Bear. Well, you yeah. have won this. We gotta chop it down. Oh, jeez. Oh, is there gonna be sound effects here? Listen. <laughs> something fell. Oh, is it a tree? He's blowing something. Hundred dollar gift card. Amazing. You're holding up a green card. To the, Whoa. To the Critical Role US shop. How incredible is that? What is made, that? <laughs> cut and made from this tree in my very own house. A Critical Role gift card to the Gip shop for $100 for cosplay of the week. So uh, it's actually wow. It's actually Joss play. It's actually Joss play. Does, does the actually crew, little Jer Bear play. Did the crew know you were going to do that and now they have to do something in post with that, that you, special effect thing? In addition to watching our show, Sam, to find out the answers to those questions, can enter our weekly contest <laughs> by visiting critchroll.com submit. Rules for our contest are available at critroll.com. Moving on. Liam. Yeah. Rescue us from Sam's incessant interrupting with an answer to this question. Astrid, speaking of, has essentially confirmed that Trent is still giving chase, as we know. Do you think it's just to silence Caleb, or do you think Trent has other plans for him, possibly as a vessel or a successor? What are you thinking there? I really don't know. Um, it, it it could just be to the simplest explanation is just to nail down the the hammer down the nail that's sticking up. Um, it has crossed his mind that he might all high level wizards, Caleb, Essek, Astrid, Eadwolf, Trent included, are are uh, in danger of their own ambition and egos. So. It's occurred to him that that Trent might have the same kind of ideas that Halas had in the past, and maybe Caleb was always meant to be another body to jump into, or or maybe he wants him. Maybe in some sick, disgusting, twisted way, he wants him to be his real successor, which is fucked up for Caleb. It's fucked up for Astrid. It's is fucked up. That guy's fucked up. Mm-hmm. I could not have ever predicted. Ikathon. When I came up with the story, I didn't I didn't have any understanding of the scope of Wildmount or what the country what the country was, the government was, and I assumed that Caleb's magic school would be like some corner region of the world and my story would be much more contained. I did not and never expected that the terrible teacher that I had imagined was going to be this this huge shadow on the empire and and that powerful i really thought it was going to be more of a a thing off on the edge so it's it's scary that's why he's so scary because i feel like matt loves this terrible bastard yes yes he does it's clear is it making either of you think in even more gnarly levels of detail uh about your your potential future characters you might play of thinking like well jesus even a small, you know, thing where I think I'm, it's going to be tiny, obviously, in the hands and in the mind of Matt Mercer. 
there's no such thing. But hmm. I would be thinking about, you know, that's a tricky. Any question. and all things can be used against you is a term I heard a lot growing up. You know, he's. I mean, he's just he's uniquely good at what he does, and so he'll find ways to pull you into into the center of the story mm-hmm. in one way or another. Uh, I am thinking of the next campaign without getting too deep in, like trying to do something that is much more um, ride along. I don't yeah. know. Like Caleb is very very specific and I thought long and hard about all the different pieces on the chessboard for him and for campaign three I'm looking forward to just seeing what happens so just being a dude just being a dude yeah just a dude now hey I'm just a dude (laughs) all right all right (laughs) yeah we got it we've never had a surfer dude on on the show we should we should one of us should play a surfer dude that's you I mean what about Brody oh yeah well he's He's, first of all, first of all, because of a typo, his name is actually Rody. Oh. I said Brody the first time I used that character, and then someone wrote down Rody, and the, so that's what it is now. It's Rody now. His name is Rody Slater. Hmm. Yeah, Rody. I didn't Brody. know that. We got to edit the Wikipedia. I didn't know how much our our your ad campaigns were canon. I guess. <laughs> I think about them a lot. Ding, this isn't part of your lore keeper. Exactly what I was about to say. Here we go. It's all connected. The Nordiverse is very, very. I do actually have the lore for the nerd. For I do have the the Nordiverse. Nice. It got it got too elaborate. I had to actually start like (laughs) keeping track of it because I can't follow it. So I'm gonna have to read your cliff notes, Danny. Um, Sam, you, uh, Veth was attuned to the core cut dagger, which sure. was a cur- curse blade, and that worked out well until it was slowly killing her. Mm-hmm. What was it, was it like always... for you to play with the cursed item? Are you relieved uh, she's, she's free of it? Of course, but it was, it was a tricky one because, um, you know, in campaign one, spoilers, Grog had, uh, or, or one of the characters had, uh, was under the influence of a cursed weapon, um, but it had it like, you know, it interacted with him, and and he knew what it was and what it did, um, and it, it affected his gameplay and him as as a character. For me, Veth didn't know what it was ever. Yeah. Like I, as a player, knew what it was what it was doing, but Veth didn't know at all. Um, and so it, it was kind of like my dirty, dark secret for many months. I knew that this thing was like <laughs> coming perilously close to killing me, but I, my character didn't know enough to express that to any of her friends. Oh, yeah. So I was like trapped and I was so, almost like waiting for someone to be like, hey, dude, what is that thing you have? But nobody ever asked. So I was just like, well... I guess this thing's just going to kill me one day. (laughs) (laughs) And it'll be be kind of a surprise because I don't know enough. My character doesn't know enough about it to ask or be concerned. You didn't make much of a thing about it. No, because she didn't know anything about it. She just knew it was a dagger and she didn't want to get rid of it. That's it. Yeah. But I, as a player, knew that uh, every time I rolled a heal or any time anyone healed me, it was raising my chance of permanently dying. 
You like love every time I him so much. It's insane. It's insane. Every Liam. time I every time I did a we did a short rest. Everyone was like, "Oh, let's take a short rest. Let's take a short rest. I need to heal up." Inside, I'm privately <laughs> like, like, "I can't." <laughs> You're you killing me. <laughs> you love kill you people. I don't want to take a short rest. If I roll more than eight dice on this short rest, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You love Sam. You love danger and self-destruction so much. You might as well be Molly Mock. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey guys, let's take a short rest and heal up. No! <laughs> oh man! Oh god, that's so funny. Uh, one of my one of my favorite uh, parts recently was the the fun twist of you two getting to play Yasha's storm and lightning adversaries yeah. during her vision. Yeah. What was that like for you? That was am, so cool. I am tempted, tempest cloudburst. <laughs> there we go. I was waiting for it. You got it. You got to put a character in your in your yes. storm storm yes. giant creature. That I loved so your fun. whole backstory for him. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. Um, that was so fun. It was so great of Matt to involve us in this in this uh, uh, encounter. Um, they could have could would have been fun just to watch because absolutely Matt would have made it amazing, and Ashley was sweating bullets, which was always fun to watch. But we yep. got to also participate, and then I felt real guilty. You didn't seem to, Liam. You were going in for the kill every time. Every time I was, it was yeah. my turn. I was like, I gotta maybe say, I should, maybe I should take it easy on her. <laughs> but Matt's got to be careful about giving me that that kind of story beat because anytime I get charmed or mind controlled or him giving me that enemy, I do not fucking care. I just flip and I'm like, well, I'm going to destroy you. Do. you. I'm, yep. I'm going to destroy you, and yeah. I have no qualms about it. It's too much fun. To the point where when he was like, well, it's out of range. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I can't see it. But that's bullshit. It. <laughs> that's bullshit. I had her in my Move sights, one. man. <laughs> Getting all mad because you can't kill her. Oh, man. Stop shielding your players for me, dude. That was so fun. He nerfed you. He nerfed you. No, um, it, was, it was really great. And it was great it was to watch, fun. watch Ashley. Um, there was a couple times when he was like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. What do you do? And yeah. I, if I was like, if I was her right now, I have no idea. I have no fucking idea what I do. But she pulled it out. She, she, was she great. pulled it out completely. Yeah, he's I, he's. It's so scary when he does that too. I love those moments though, because what he's essentially doing is he's staring you dead in the eye and saying, "Be creative." Exactly. Mm-hmm. Create right now. Yeah. Right now. It's cool. Invent it. Yeah. Figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. It's get, it's super cool. Get yourself out of this right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's why Matt would make such a good dad if he didn't fucking hate kids so much. Yeah, he he hates them with a fiery passion. Wants them I feel all like day. he could be... I wish he was just neutral on them, though, you know? Like, he doesn't have to go after them like that. Like, he doesn't have to love them, but he could just, you know... I've I can't him. do an I've episode of the Comic-Con. show without getting 100 texts. If I look at my phone right now, he's just talking shit about some kid he saw on his cute TikTok yeah. or something. You I've know? seen like, him at yeah, Comic-Con. He'll just push a kid down the escalator. <laughs> And I'll try to stop him, but if you do, then he turns on you. So you can't let that happen. No. Yep. He's I saw a monster. One time a kid was like yelling at him from across the thing and he, you know, hosed him down with a fire extinguisher. And then sure. his dad came over and was like, hey, fuck you. Oh, wait, are you Matt Mercer? And Matt was like, yeah. He's like, I love Critical Role. And he's like, oh, cool. And then he kind of took the dad away from the kid, you know? Totally. Yeah. He's, 
that high noon thing has gotten him out of a lot of of assault on children. It sure has. It sure has. Except in this campaign. Yeah. We're holding them accountable. So is the internet, mm. thankfully. That's what they're there for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Liam. Yes. We haven't wait, had a chance. Wait, 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 wait. I got just just for the like the point one percent. Oh, good point. Can't good point. tell good that point. we're joking. Oh, yeah. Disclaimer. A Disclaimer. lot of people have a hard time telling when we're joking. Matt no. does not even have that muscle in his brain or body. He like to a fault no. is it is absent. It is absent. He is empathy uh, to the point unchained. that it marvels us. Yes. Yeah. 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 To the we'll point that a, it marvels us. We'll, aside we'll put from, a disclaimer. We'll put a disclaimer. Aside from children who he does hate. <laughs> aside from all the kids he does hate. Yeah. Uh, Liam, we haven't had you once to talk about this yet, but we talked to the girls. You built out an entire date in the tower for Bo and Yasha, uh, which was beautiful. Can you tell us what that process was like for you and what the inspirations behind it were? Because I've been dying to hear from your perspective how that came together. Well, the the answer to this is connected to the pandemic and the fact that we can't do any of the things that we're used to. We can't see each other outside of this game, which is a fucking blessing. We can't do any of the things that we're used to doing. I can't give... I love giving people gifts, mm-hmm. and I can't really do... I mean, I guess I could, but um, I'm too exhausted from the year and everything that I'm juggling while we muddle through. And this thing that we do together is a gift, but... I love finding these moments like the the book for Jester and this 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 for Yasha and for Bo to give they're my you know two of my best friends two of my best friends and so here's a chance to 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 give them some magic and I know that Marisha was talking about how like it was the closest thing she's had to like a a legitimate I'm going out on a date moment um so you know we're just sitting at tables in a circle. It's not real, but that's the beauty of the game, and I really just wanted to give the both of them a little magic for a night. Yeah. Um, I wanted them to leave this... You know, we're trying to be as entertaining and, and, and fun as possible, but it's, you know, this shit is having an effect on all of us, too, and I wanted them to escape and, you know, lose themselves in each other's D&D eyes for a while and just have, have a great a great place to escape, too. That was, it was so fun. Special. It was fun watching Caleb's version of like the perfect date. Mm. I will say it would it would also be fun to watch Caleb's version of the TV show Cheaters, where <laughs> like he just su- surprises someone who's cheating and like right. blows them up with a fireball or something. That, that could be fun too. So <laughs> their sh- their shame is revealed to them in pop up form. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I'll also say that came out of the fact that the tower does uh, the way that I built it in my mind, in my mind palace is it it does have restrictions. What did you say? My mind grapes. Don't you see 30 rock? My mind grapes. Okay. Close call. Let's move forward. (laughs) Um, You built restrictions in? Yeah. yeah. The, so on the eighth floor, where where which is his hall of memories, that those when you go through those doors, those areas defy logic and spatial reasoning, and there and some of those places are much bigger than they should be. But everywhere else, that is not the case, and the, and they can't be bigger than they are. So Marisha gave me a bullet list of the things she wanted. She said, "I want this location, this location, this location. I want this wine. I want fireworks, and all the cats or dogs." 
And some of the things, like she wanted a field of wildflowers, and I was like, oh, that's beautiful. Um, I can't make an open-air space. That that's, doesn't exist in my tower. It just doesn't exist. So I, And that's what it was. It was the field of wildflowers that made me say, how can I give them that if I can't give them that? And that's yeah. what, what created... <clears throat> that's what told me, well, make it theater. I thought of every off-Broadway production where blood was uh, like a red silk come, you know, being unspooled from an actor's hand or silks were run across the stage to create the ocean for the Tempest and I was like that's it it's it's theater and it's uh, clockwork pop-up that's yeah. how I'm going to do it and why? then I Good. no no I was just going to ask why you had uh, the issue switching the cats to dogs but I didn't have an issue switching cats to dog. That was just in good fun. Um, yeah. Caleb does. Uh, I mean, I was just being... Of course. ...stupid with my friend via of text. Um, although I will say, before she gave me the full list, she said, like, well, there are things that I want. I'm like, yeah, give me the list, and I'll give you my version of that. And we came to this loose understanding that you're going to give me some ideas, but I'm going to go away and surprise you, because mm. I like giving presents. And I, before she gave me that list, I was like, I want lions for the lionette. Like, I had that idea early. So when she's like, they're all dogs, I was like, in my, not to her, but just to myself, I was like, but the lions, how am I going to make the lions? Don't take it's the lions perfect. away. And so I razzed her via text, and then she's like, nope, dogs. I'm like, fine. <laughs> and then I do what I always do, which is I, I think, oh, I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, they got they got their dogs. I, I shoved my dog into our game. It's canon. Sprig is canon Sprig forever. Is yes. There. Um, and they had their dogs. I love it so much. And I really just wanted to give them like magical tapestry, like set a vignette, back the fuck off, mm-hmm. let them get lost. <clears throat> and, yeah. and they had a great time. And that's you know, it's the same thing that Matt loves about being a, a GM, which is just to like. Being a game master in a game is that's a, a gift to the people you're with, and and mm-hmm. that's all that's all that was. Yeah, a beautiful gift. I love my friends. Sam's Veth disappointed she didn't get to go on her date with Yasha. I mean, come on. <clears throat> yeah, of course. No, not really. <laughs> Man, that, would have been so I, I know this heavy. is surprising to you guys, but that was a little bit of a of what they call a troll in, in uh. the business. First I'm hearing of it. First I'm hearing of it. It was for the lulls, guys. It was for the lulzies? Although, I will say, um, speaking as one of only, I think, three people in this Zoom call that have gone on a date with Ashley um, in real life, uh, I, you know, it's a it's a fantastic experience. And and she's um, she's a wonderful person. And who wouldn't want to go on a date with her? Right, Danny? Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, Liam. It's brave of you to finally dip your toes in comedy, though. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You did say you did have to say that you were going to give her that white flower on y'all's date, though. I gave it to her on some other thing. You just I? gave it to her I as an aside. Yeah, I just gave. Yeah, it and it was all like dried, dried up. Yeah, it was pretty weak. like a raisin. Well, yeah, I mean, I assume flowers don't keep very long. As above, so below. (laughs) Sam, you might have had more of a shot on those dates if you didn't look like the face of Warp Tour. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Well, some 41. (laughs) (laughs) I think think right now would be a perfect time (laughs) to give away this week's Fan Art of the Week winner. Give it away! 
rolling, 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 rolling. That's funny. That's a good. That's a good callback, Liam. This week's winner was sent in by Vocaz at Vocaz. Dot com. I can't see it. You gotta zoom in. Oh, Sam. Oh, give it a second. That's so good. That's good. Pretty. Yeah. That's very look, pretty. At, look at Beth looking at her child. Oh. oh. The the uh, the lighting is beautiful. No. The uh, it is beautiful. Caduceus I love yeah. facial expressions. I know. Oh man. The blur. What is Ford cool. doing? Caleb looks like everything's fine. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I have fucking screwed the pooch on this one. Let's go. <laughs> Let's run away. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a great it's action so shot. Caduceus so is so tall. My goodness. I know. Mm-hmm. Tall boy. Yeah. Actually, I, Caduceus is actually probably my favorite of this piece. Yeah, Veth is a close second, but I think Caduceus is like his just like determination is, mm-hmm. is probably my favorite. Yasha bringing up the rear like she does. We forget how tall and spindly a Henson uh, puppet on stilts Caduceus is. I mean, he yeah. is tall and gangly. Yes. Right. Yeah. A great. Yeah, aesthetic. I forgot he's that much taller than even Yasha. Oh it's yeah. Crazy. Oh my god! I just noticed that Ford is casting sea invisibility in that too. I just saw is that. that what it oh, is? Oh really? Oh, yeah. I, I think that's. Out. I think that's what it is. He's casting, was, and his eyes are up. I'm like, oh, there's is a he little doing? bit of stuff around his finger. Yeah. Many, I think that's what he's doing. I'm not many, positive, uh, though, so I'm sorry if I'm missing you guys spot? It's beautiful. I, I, I spotted, dicks? like, three dicks in that one. I just saw, like, one. nine. Yeah. Just yeah. one, and he's in the lower left corner of oh. my Zoom screen. Oh. Well, congrats to you, Vocaz. Vocaz. You have won oh, God. this. What is that? Whoa. What is that? Are you Dr. Stranging right now? What's happening? What's happening yes. is- $100 gift card to the Critical Role US shop. Oh, wait, the prize isn't the medallion? It's something that's going to be green screened on? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you can enter our bi weekly contest. I never want you on this fucking show again. I, th- I thought it was Do you the, know the medallion. It looks really cool. 73% of the show's budget now goes to special effects, of which you are talking over. And there's copy for the winner. He's gone full Hollywood. <laughs> if you would like to enter our bi-weekly contest, <laughs> please visit critroll.com slash submit. Put it away now. I just want you to just keep doing this pose for the rest of the show. Of the show. <laughs> okay, we only have a little bit of time left, but no. let's... No. Let's see. Both of you, let's see. There was a possibility that you could have attempted an alliance with Trent, um, but Essek was unswayed. How are you feeling about your choice to ally with Essek? And, and do you think Trent would have accepted such an alliance even to begin with? I know how Caleb feels. We, yeah, I do too. I am so angry at that die that <laughs> fucked me. Did you throw it away? Oh my god. No, because it most of the time great. it's amazing. I just it doesn't used matter, up though. all the good luck. It's turned on you. It, That's how I look at him. Oh my god. I could have been caught in the middle of a bisexual maelstrom with Astrid, Eadwolf, Essek, 
and Jester all in the same adventure? Wait, Jester? What a calendar. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that you've tuned in for the first time, Sam. Caleb <laughs> is secretly in love with Jester and has been keeping it to himself the entire time. What? Um, I only congrats. think about my character. I, I know. Um, <laughs> it would have been so interesting and awful and great to have, like, I mean, the the, the Essek and Astrid and Eadwolf are are fucking cool and beautiful and ambitious and everything that that Bren used to be attracted to and is uh, that are terrible for him. Uh, I mean, they're not yeah. the same way to like. Uh, so so complicated. Essek, he hopefully he can you know with time find a way uh, out of the hole that he dug himself into, but he is still. Uh, uh, I mean, it was only two months ago that all that, where he was, like, found out and his ambitions came crashing down around him. Long term, I have uh, high hopes for him, but it's going to be hard. Yeah. Caleb, no, Caleb knows from experience. Ostrid and Eadwolf, I would love for them to redeem themselves, but they are still deep in the shit. Deep, deep, deep in the shit. Um, but they're also, um, you know, Caleb still has that aspect of him that is drawn to, to like, that, 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 eager intellect and and ambition and um, savvy. Um, so it would have been really hard to navigate, which of course would have been fun to play at the table. So that yep. die can burn in hell forever. <laughs> yep. That having been said, we made the right choice with what we went with because Essek, while Caleb still thinks that he has a really long road to go, he, he hopes the best for him, but he's just getting started. Mm. Um, he's... And and Caleb doesn't trust him entirely because he was burned so hard not too long ago. Um, he's still more trustworthy than the other three. Yeah. Um, so it's the better choice because while Caleb has all these ties on the other side and and emotional ties, it's still re they're really fucking dangerous. So if you have to choose, you choose Essex. Yeah. But fuck <clears throat> that die. Yeah. Veth, much like Sam Regal makes split decisions, instant decisions about whether to trust someone or not, and sticks by it forever. Mm. So mm. of Good that strategy. group you just l laid out, uh, Astrid, 100% trust. Eidwolf, okay. Eidwolf, 100% distrust. Interesting. Wow. Essek, completely distrust. I still don't think he's a good guy. I don't Ikith know. It's so hard. Trust. hundred <laughs> percent. Because you know where he, you know where he's coming from. He's very you know straightforward. He he's very yeah. on the very, on the up and up. Uh-huh. I still you want think, him dead, but I trust him. You can yep. you can trust him to be a piece of shit. Yeah. Is what you can trust. Danny Carr trust. Yes. Brian Foster. Sorry, buddy. No trust. <laughs> no trust. I didn't ask for any don't want it. <laughs> What your trust doesn't put trust money in him. your press trust doesn't put money in my fucking pocket, dude. I don't want it. <laughs> it's an honor, Sam. Yeah, sure. He's lying. Um, yeah, he does that thing with his teeth when he's lying. Man, uh, it yeah. would have been so cool. I mean, we're trying to save the fucking world, and I know that that the Empire people are terrible, but we're trying to save the world, right? So can't we save the world for five minutes together? And then the other upside to it would be that we get Trent, a.k.a. Puxatani Phil, out of his fucking gopher hole yeah, so that he's vulnerable. And then you have Astrid, who 
who seems seems like she'd be happy with him dead, and Essek to help, and all of the Mighty Nine. So it, while it would have been complicated, it would have been the perfect storm to bring that motherfucker down in the middle of an open field True. instead of his house. True. Yeah. Yeah, on his Fuck favorite that terrain, die. man. Mm. Fuck that die. Straight to hell. <laughs> Sam. Yeah? Speaking of fucking... Yeah. Uh, that's after adventuring oh. plans with... What? No, I'm listening. Oh, sound like you said something. Uh, it, part of part of that's after adventuring plans uh, with Yeza and Luke. Is that too star- is that too far away for her to imagine? You know what life is going to be like. I'm starting to plan for it. I'm starting to daydream about it. Is that is it too far away, or does it seem like with what's happening, that is sort of the escape you want to go to mentally? Does that make sense? It does. I think Beth is probably still too in in it right now to um to think about uh what comes next other than just like i gotta be home i sam regal i have a good idea of what i want veth to do post campaign um maybe you shouldn't tell us you shouldn't tell us okay i was going to but i was going to i was going to but brian you just convinced me not to save it for the save it for the save it for the show um, Thanks, Caduceus. But no, no I, save I think, it for. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's still like too in the moment to think about the future. All, all, all she knows is that she knows she can't do this anymore. It's very unhealthy to be, yeah. you know, to be uh, battle wounded every other day. It's not a healthy lifestyle, you know. Yeah, um, it's fun for a while, but you know, college has to end at some point, and and she's she's got to go home. Mm. Well, in this um, case, it's necessary, though, right? Like, I guess your family's going to get steamrolled if somebody doesn't stop the steamroll. Maybe we don't know what this this Somnavum thing wants. <laughs> we don't. We don't know what the city. What if it's a very nice city and and when it crashes down into Earth or Alexandria, it just <laughs> it spreads a utopian society and everyone's happy. Yeah, I mean the screams that we've had in our dreams are a clear indicator. Those are the screams Those of like a roller saying... coaster scream. <laughs> yeah. yes. all of, like, the wild mother's the, yeah. la- the wild mother's latest vision to Caduceus of all of these lives being snuffed out was definitely about a party. Those right. are people who had who were <laughs> tired of winning. It's Those just... are people who that's what would have happened if we if we prevent the city from, yeah. from I coming. was probably just hearing the, <laughs> Yeah. I was probably just hearing millennials shout at a Lord concert. Oh <laughs> yeah. yes. Oh, that's the good. warped tour featuring <laughs> Lord. <laughs> uh, Liam. Yeah. I want to talk about our dearest Frumpkin if we can before we run out of time. Uh Kitty. Caleb has turned Frumpkin white and is intent on letting him go once the the living city has been defeated. What are your thoughts behind that coat change and why does Caleb want to return his cat friend to the Feywild? Well, it's a D&D game, so anything is possible. True. And if Matt throws down a plot hook that would allow this group to somehow go backward in time semi-accurately, I honestly don't know what decision I would make. Hmm. So that's a, the preface. I'm saying I don't I don't know that I would say no to that. It's so that just as a, a gamer dude in a group of people who like doing fun, creative things, that is so enticing. I don't know what I'm going to do. But 
the way it feels now for Caleb is that he feels too enmeshed in everything that has happened and too much good has happened and too much needs to happen that that really sort of like a narcissistic um, selfish goal has the risk of harming everything else which is more important hmm. and that's how he looks at it now so he's he's kind of like gearing towards letting all everything from the beginning of the campaign and where he started go um, and trying to figure out what what you see is going to be now and what he might do with a life if they're not all dead in a week which he which you know these characters think that probably they, they have a good chance of being dead in a week yeah. we don't know we're playing a game but they think that they could very well be dead in a week I, if Matt throws that shit down I don't know what I would do I think about it a lot but um, turning Frumpkin white and saying you, you're you're free either way is him preparing to let go of everything he's held on to for a really long time. So it's sort of a first step for him, really. Like, yeah. In a, in, a, in what's going to be a, maybe a series of goodbyes. Yeah, and he's, you know, Letting he's... Go, really, yeah. <clears throat> we've talked about this before, but he's like, he's sort of addicted to that idea that he can fix himself. And 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 we'll see if that, if that sort of uh, hard choice gets presented. Mm-hmm. What 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 he might do if presented with the rea- with a reality that could be used, um, but where he stands now, he doesn't think that's going to be reality. Despite what Essex said, that's still just you know conjecture and crazy talk. Yeah, and so he and he sees a way that he can be of use that he never really anticipated before, and so he is like slowly like shifting gears towards living with the pain that he he was trying to. Uh, remove. He's mm. just like, well, this this shard is just going to be in in my heart until I'm dead, and I will learn to live with it, and I will help society, and I will teach her child, and figure out how to help the country that that I'm from that is broken and needs to be fixed. When he started the campaign, it was just like, how can I how can I help me and make myself feel better? Still, kind of wants it. Correct. Yeah. But now there's there's just it's, there's more shit on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's more to care about. So that just so just the coat change means all that. Yeah. It's like, well, I gotta I gotta turn the page. Yeah. Sam, you know that song. I gotta turn the page. Nope. Nope. All my relationships. Nope. I gotta nope. turn the page. No, right I was not now. thinking about Hoobastank. Queen uh, Award to Quebec. <laughs> Sugar Ray. Mm. Sugar Ray. Speaking of though, uh, not Sugar Ray, but um, you know these these uh, these end times. Yasha brought up final wishes for everybody. Um, should they fall in this battle? How are Veth and Caleb feeling about their last requests? And and what is their confidence level as they make their way to Aeor itself? This Thank you so much. this. This place that's going to be so wonderful and beautiful as Sam has uh, prophesied for us. Uh, what was the question? The question was <laughs> Yasha's final wishes for everybody. How do you feel about your last request? You dumbass. I don't remember, I don't remember Danny. What was my last request? 
Your last Probably request was to somebody, die. Somebody take, somebody take for care, them to take care of your family. That was to marry Yeza. I think it, it was just, a joke. I was okay. pointing to out your joke. To take care of my family. To take care of my family. Yeah, to take care of your family. I feel like that's that's a good that's a good request. I think all of us realize though, if if we die, you know, that probably bad bodes badly for the the world. I guess I guess one or two of us could die and we could still win. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I I I feel like all of us are at a point now as characters and uh, playing playing this campaign for so many years now, and as friends, that uh, that yeah, we would. I think the first. First order of business would be to take care of everybody else's shit. Mm. Um, although I think we probably have different ideas of how to do that. Like, if if I if I could control Caleb, I would do it way different than Liam O'Brien. Um, he's dark. Interesting. He's a, he's he's a dark, corrupted soul. This Caleb Widogast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it would be interesting to see. Like, well, like for instance, if Caleb had to raise Luke or help raise Luke, that would be a very different raising of my child than than if I did. Um, Not as different as you think, though. Well... Not as different as you think. I think you'd instinctively kill Yaza, because that's yeah. what you do. And Luke. <laughs> yeah, and that would be it. Because uh, I am I am Matt Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that would focus. I think that would focus him actually. Um, and, and I'll say this is not even the question you're asking. The answer to your question is: I, I want, I want the empire to be healed. Caleb has all these memories of his of his parents and what they wanted for the world, and and he wants that too. It's clearly not what is in place now. The system needs to be broken and replaced. That's a huge undertaking, and that could be something that is part of Caleb's sunset. I don't know <clears> if that can be something that can be achieved in, in the end of this story. Uh, I don't want Caleb to die like my last D&D character, so maybe he can work on that after. Yeah, I don't know, but as the, everything starts to shake out and we start heading towards our destiny, and Jester and Ford have each other, and Bo and Yasha have each other, and Caduceus has his god and his family... And Veth has her husband. Caleb's like, what do I got? Just free floating, right? And he's not even going after the same thing that he started for. So he is looking at Veth's family and Luke specifically and seeing like, that's me. Mm. That's a little you boy. You can in have the, that. That's you a little boy in the empire. That. You just have to go to Astrid and ask her, you know, if, if, if she wants she to make wants some to, murder if babies. If she wants to finger blast you, and then and then you make a baby. I think that's how it works. If and you then... want to finger blast me, <laughs> you got to get through my friends. If you want to finger blast me. And then it's already you're, happened. You're, you're happy. <laughs> Poor Danny. It's already happened. Oh, like, Danny, like you haven't ima imagined Astrid finger blasting Caleb. Come oh, on. Come on, Danny. <laughs> Feigning innocence on this program. I watch your D and D show very respectfully. Okay, <laughs> what um, I do but... in my private time is not of your business. <laughs> um, so so Caleb looks at at her family and it's like I have to make their family, which is an empire family, which is my family, survive. So like mm -hmm. going into this fight as we as we round third base and everything that Caleb was after in episode one of the show is mostly obliterated. He's like, how can I make, 
how can I make sure that she makes it out of here so that there's a complete family yeah. at the end of this story? Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. And That's if you die, cool. I'll fucking raise that kid. We'll be my two dads. Yes. That would actually I would I'll I would be pay Paul Riser. <laughs> Paul Riser? Yeah. Yeah. You and yeah. Yeza learning to lo- love each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think Yeza could really soften Caleb's heart towards Caleb. Totally. He's so totally. gentle. I think if anyone's He's so supportive. To, probably Yeza, yeah. He is great yeah. in bed, too. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. One of you are. That's all the time we have for tonight, <laughs> folks. Uh, I would like to thank, as always, the wonderful Danny Carr, Liam O'Brien, and... Elon Musk's Ethereum dealer, <laughs> Sam Dogecoin, <laughs> for joining us this evening. As always, please, 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 please don't forget to love each other. Don't worry. It's almost Thursday. Stay turnt, my friends. Remember, you too could. Wait, are you still? Are we like still talking? If you. <laughs> Drop out of school and start eating out of a dumpster in third grade. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> man! Don't Good change night, your friends. Don't oh. change your thing, Sam. Oh. No! Thank you for listening to Talks Mocking on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please consider supporting us by rating and reviewing this podcast on whatever podcasting app you're using. Talks Mocking airs every other Tuesday at Twitch.tv/slash Critical Role. Until next time. Price drop? Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.